Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Monkey Flip Podcast, episode two. Episode two. So we're going to recap some stuff. Uh, the only problem is I don't think we're going to get through much other than Raw because it was such a shit show that there are so many things to say about it that, uh, I mean, you know, you probably watched it. I mean, I'm flattered if you, you did tune in for us to tell you how horrible it was. Uh, but if you watched it yourself, you know it was horrible. Yeah, there, there's no doubting that. So, um, yes, we're going to bitch, we're going to moan, we're going to complain. Sorry. Why don't we just start right into it? Let's talk about Raw. I mean, the first real thing that happens on Raw is uh, we lose the lights. They, they go into, like, the brownout type thing. Uh, we kept all the announcer stuff and um, video cameras for whatever reason, but the lights in the arena dimmed out. And then the announcer mentioned that there's weather in the area. Weather. Yep, there's always weather in the area. I'm assuming, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that he meant there's bad weather in the area. Uh, how, did, how did you feel? Were you excited? I was excited that they think we're dumb enough to believe that part of the house loses power and the other part don't during a storm. That's true. Um, one guy's talking and mic cuts out, but the other mic's still working. Yeah. They don't work like that either. They, they got four mics. That's not how weather works. Somehow, whatever happened, whatever weather this was, was so selective that it went, uh, give me microphone channel B. We're going to take that one out for 10 seconds. Maybe it was a different kind of weather. It could have been. It it, been. Yeah. Corona weather. Corona weather. It is 2020. <laughs> yeah. and it's, like, it's not like we ha- that anybody lives in or around Orlando, Florida. I mean... How, how can anybody, like, go, there's bad weather in the area, and then look outside and go, no, I don't think so. Because, you know, we don't have access to that, or the Weather Channel, or anything else. Or basketball being played down there live, where they're showing yeah. it's bright and sunny outside. Yeah, it's like, oh, a beautiful day in Orlando, Florida. And they're like, there's bad weather in the area. I mean, well, I mean, for Orlando, I've only been there a few times. You lived there. Yes, I did. Right? So, and I think you were the one that told me, is like, for, for like an hour, like around lunchtime, it rains, and then everything's cool. Yep, about two, between two and four, you get about an hour of rain every yeah. day. Yeah, but every other than that, it's pretty calm, right? Perfect. With, with the exception of hurricanes yeah. and shit like that. And the funny thing is that they're also wrestling in the same lot. <laughs> they're yeah. playing basketball. Yeah. yeah. Or it was sunny. That's crazy. So, you know. Yeah. And then it's not like later in the show they didn't show the people attacking the stack of what I would assume is electrical equipment. And they're doing it in a, they're showing security fam, camera footage of a beautiful day outside. I mean, it's gray, it's security camera footage, so I guess it could have been overcast. But you would figure if there was bad weather moving through the area, there'd be some wind blowing or like some puddles of water on the ground or anything like that. None it's of that. It's just uh, unfortunate that they decided to explain it away. And, and don't, don't get me wrong, I understand the kayfabe aspect of it, that it wasn't the weather that was doing it. I'm just saying it would be better for them to say we have no idea what's going on than to say it was weather that did it. Well, it seems to me a lot of the stuff that they do is that they have their things they're going to do written down. And that, because the way they're having to operate these days, you don't have fans. You don't, things aren't going as planned, but they're not changing their script. Yeah, they're just, a, just well, stick with it. Yeah, it's almost like somebody said, there's no fans here to say it's not, there's a, there's a bad weather outside. Yeah, so, just, just stick with it. Why, there's nobody, like, I don't know why we're doing this. There's no fans here. Well, there's people watching on TV. That's why you're doing it. You could do it better. You could try harder. That would be awesome. You could try harder. That don't make no sense. Yeah, there's no way. Um, try. 
Lights go out, cameras are still good. One mic works, more works, the other doesn't work. We'll just gloss on past that. It happens throughout the night. It, it happened a little bit. MVP comes out, talks a little bit, and it's happening to him a little. Um, but then they go on and they have uh, um, Apollo Crews come out and they have a nice match for, for the United States title. And I thought it was a great match. I thought uh, Apollo Crews did a wonderful job. He shows shows me something great every time. I mean, dude's got athletic uh he lacks a little bit in the charisma area, but still, it's still great stuff. I, I would love to have that. And, of course, MVP, so much charisma. He makes up for all that stuff. And uh, it was a really good segment. I, I really liked it. That's the best match I've seen in a month, Yeah, at least. I mean, just it was just a match. You know, yeah. not a whole lot of junk going into it. It was a good match. Yeah. You don't see that very often anymore, especially yeah. now in WWE. And the great thing about it is that they can, they can build on it. They can still go with the match or they can put, they can put uh, Apollo Crews with any of the three stable members. Well, another, another good thing, they could run that match back next week yeah. and just have a match and, and leave yeah, bull, well, the bull, a, bullshit out. And the, the WWF just, or WWE uh, just tends to uh, not do that anymore. Uh, please don't sue anyone. Uh, World Wildlife Fund, World we Wildlife apologize. Fund. Uh, we, we did not mean to take your name in vain. Um, <laughs> Although, if you could get one of those monkeys over there and give them a pencil and pin up Raw next week, that'd be awesome. That would be very awesome. We would love that. Um, this is a whole thing about next week. It's just about peanuts, and we're good. Uh, let's see. What, what was MVP was good. What, what happened next? It was uh, McIntyre. Oh, uh, I, I've got my notes in front of me, so I'm just reading. What, it's good that I did notes because I probably would have fell asleep. So it was a good match. MVP is solid. Uh, most interesting thing happening besides the McIntyre-Orton matchup. And that's important to say for something else I want to say later. Uh, so then KO comes out, does the KO show with Ruby Riot, and has a special guest, Liv Morgan. And I think that was cool. Uh, you made the comment earlier, you don't know why it takes him to get them back together. Yeah. yeah why I it? agree, but if, if that's what it takes, yeah, I'm okay with that. Why did it take him so long? Come on, dude. Do us a solid. Get, get these two back together. We, we really... At social distancing. It is social. Yeah, Can't get true. together as much. That's true. That's true. Gotcha. Did you see the slaps that the Iconics put on Kevin Owens? I did. I liked them. That was, did that uh, familiar to you? That was good, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll tell the story. Uh, I once told a girl in the ring to smack me as hard as she could. I said, I'm not fucking around. Hit me. You make contact, and you smack me like I just called your mom something. Hit me. And she did, and damn near took me out. And it was after that match when I said, dude, that, that girl's got a slap, that uh, Hammer and uh, a couple other choice people backstage went, yeah, she's a karate expert, yeah. Like, you could have fucking told me that before. That's awesome. She knows how to hit, and I was like, hit me as hard as you can. She damn near knocked me out. That would have been cool. You took it. I, well, I did take it. Um, you had a choice. I didn't like, to, I didn't like taking it. Uh, so, the Iconics smack the shit out of KO, and uh, then a match starts. He looks back at the two girls, says ladies, and points out, which I thought, was, you know, I was waiting for the misogynistic uh, claim tweets. Didn't really happen. I was like, cool. Because why can't you call people ladies anymore? What's, what's wrong with ladies? Well, there's a lady. What do you think? Lady is better than girls. Okay. Um, I haven't heard anybody complain about ladies. Really? I, I have only heard them complain about 
So if I just say, ladies and gentlemen, that would be fine? As far as I know, yes. You are the moral compass of the show. So. Yeah, I'm way behind because I didn't know girls was bad. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, if, if, it, it's a, if it's a fully grown adult female, you're not supposed to call them girls anymore. Huh. So if I go in the back, I'm going to say I'm going in the back to talk to the boys. Is that still allowed? Oh, wait. I'm not a boy. I don't. That's uh, allowed. We don't care what we're called. I'm a boy and I don't give a fuck. So I, I imagine. That's I probably we, shouldn't have said that either, right? I guess that's what, we, what we're going with. So what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? My producer just came and shoved the mic in my face farther. So she just bobbed it. Yeah. So, um, sorry, Chris. She just Joe. Yeah. She just Joe. We'll call it. We'll call it yeah. Joe. We knew a guy named Joe who, when he was on the mic, he would put the whole entire mic head in his mouth when he was talking, and it sounded like, and nobody knew what he was saying. The only time the Steve Austin what chant was appropriate. Uh, I don't even remember where we were. Oh, the, the Iconics and um, the Riot Squad reassembled, partially reassembled. It was, uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, they were, I really wish we could have built to it, though. Because literally we're in the ring and it is here are the Iconics and here are Ruby Riot and, and Liv Morgan and they come back together and they fight the Iconics. Why couldn't they have come back together ruled ass in the ring, knock those girls out, and then have a match for some other time. Right. Maybe one of them against another one, and then another one against the other one, and then switch that up and then build it to SummerSlam so we have a good, solid match on SummerSlam. Is it SummerSlam coming up? Yes. August? SummerSlam. Yes. Uh, Two weeks. Two, right. next, next week, ain't it? Cool. I, I, think it's, I think it's the weekend after, but I, okay. I'll, I'll check that I don't, now. I don't think you need to check it. It's fine. Okay. We'll figure it out. Or we'll not figure it out because it doesn't matter. Hopefully, we'll do another one of these before then. So, why why did we have to just blow the entire load right there? Right. Why why couldn't we have built up to that? Why couldn't we have made something of that? Why couldn't we have built up a little bit more of the distrust angle? Like they're doing it, but they're don't don't say doing it, Bill. That's not right. Like they're they're tag teaming. Oh, they're ta- they're being a tag team, and they're they're Dude, wrestling they- the Iconics, and, but they're not really trustful of each other in the ring, and and there's some things that happen, you know, and then SummerSlam comes up, they really get it together, they beat the Iconics or or whatever, you know, we could build to it. Why why blow it all at that point? The one positive thing is it was a very short match. Um, the roll up is the best finisher in wrestling, but it was a really short. Match ended in a schoolboy, so that that leaves you wanting more, I guess. Um, but yeah, the iconics and Ruby. Well, I like what you're saying, but we don't do storyline anymore, Bill. You, I mean, and with anything, well, I figured at least it, at least what I'm up, what I'm appealing to there is the Jerry Springer aspect of what what we're doing, the um, Vince Russo aspect of what we're doing. It's it's the Will they? Won't they? Portion of it. That's not not right. wrestling because you don't have to like your partner. That's that's the thing. You just have to work well your with partner's your partner's got to be your best chance to win. <laughs> yeah. So you're in a tag team match. You work well with your partner. I believe I saw that in um, AEW. Weird, weird that I'm wrestling or that I'm referencing AEW for something that was done right, especially a tag match done right. Yeah. So uh, the next thing. That happens is uh, an overly long Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton promo. I'm going to let you have this one because I actually just went to tweeting because you don't need to build that one up. 
I'm, I want to see it when you when it's it, the same first... exact promo they had last week. Was it? Yes, okay. same exact promo. Well, I mean, that, saying that, the same thing. That makes sense. It filled time. It's cool. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't even have an actual match today. No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, building it up. They, is, they could have snuck it in because I, I don't think so. Paying attention, I, was, I don't think so. They talked about it. They're leading. They're building it up. That well, I guess yeah. one thing they're finally doing right. Yeah, but, but they don't but, really need to. Yeah, well, that that's why they're doing it. It's like because they don't need to. Like if somebody were to say, uh, "Do you want to see Rand- you? Do you want to see uh, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler?" Well, I guess that's what I mean. Not building up, making you wait for it. Yeah, which if, is if somebody said that to me, do you want to see? Um, do you want to see? Um, dude, I just said it. McIntyre and Ziggler. McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. I'd be like, eh, not really. And they'd say, why? I said because you've been using him as a fucking stooge on SmackDown. And he's been part of a tag team, and he's been Baron Corbin's lackey. What makes it? What make? What gives him the, the push to come over here and be and fight for the title when you've got Bobby Lashley hanging out there? Yeah, yeah, Lashley lost to McIntyre, but it, you don't have to make it over. You don't have to run it up to one match be, being the end of the entire story, and that's right. it. You could keep going. You could keep it running, and and you didn't. But if you were to say, "Do you want to see Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton?" I'd be like, "Yes, absolutely." Well, here's the story. Shut up. Take my money. Yes, I want to see it. Let's do it. That's going to be excellent. Cool. Let's do it. So they don't need to build it up for a half hour, but I understand they need a little bit of the show. Did you get to see any of it? I mean, you got to see the promo, and you're saying it's the same one. I saw the whole interview, and it was just it was basically the same thing. Um, he's beaten all these legends, and he's done this. and What, and a bunch of people? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it really it, it was the same. But he... He's not going to do a different interview. He's going to do the same interview every time. And that's sure. all right. He is what he is. It works. And it works. He's just going to say, I'm going to I watch him. I listen to him. It's like Randy Orton 101. I'm going to kick your ass. That's it. All right. Oh. I'm, the, I'm the best, and I'm going to, I'm going to win. That's it. Like, and that's all he needs to say. It's a beautiful storyline right there. And, and he's and look at him. <laughs> I mean. I'm the best, and here it comes. <laughs> that's beautiful. So then the next thing that happened then was... It was a backstage encounter between KO and Ric Flair that leads to KO challenging Randy Orton on Raw. That's how you can stretch out a Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton or anything else. Just just throw a little bit of something else in there. It doesn't bode well for KO in that match, but um, that's that's okay. And then I put in my notes, I see that the WWE hasn't killed Ric Flair yet, not for lack of trying, which... He looked close. Let's let's get Ric... Let's, let's let Ric go home. Yeah. Let's... Yeah, he really did look good. Yeah. I mean, even if you're going to tell me, hey, he shows up anyway, you don't have to let him. The doors have locks. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure the doors have locks. You can say, no, bro, we're not, don't show up. If you, if you do it, you're doing it for free or whatever. No. He might Just, still show up. He might show, <laughs> still show up. Just say, no, you're staying home. He's done enough. Let him go home. Like you said, yeah, let him go home. You know, you, you end up dying on the road somewhere when he should be home. Yeah. Living out his years because, come on. He spent, what, two weeks at home his whole life? Yeah. He should at least spend his 80s there. That's it. Okay, next thing is the, <laughs> the 24-7 championship with Akira Dezawa and Shelton Benjamin and R-Truth. I heard you, you, I don't know if you put it on your, your notes or whatever, or, or somebody else said it, but I heard the 24-7 championship is stupid, but if it keeps R-Truth on TV, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for that. That's true. Our truth's awesome. Now my notes is: Have we not seen enough of the ninjas? That was rhetorical, and it doesn't need an answer. Okay, thank you. And the answer is yes. <laughs> well, but again, <laughs> if they're keeping our truth on TV, That's I'm true. all for them. If, if because what's our truth going to do if he's not on TV? Well, he did a game show. I watched the game show. It was pretty funny. What was it called? 
Our Truth's game show, I think. That's pretty funny. Because that makes sense. Twenty four seven game show. <laughs> this is the R Truth game show. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I love R Truth. Yeah, and he's good for wrestling. Yep. Uh, and also put that we should just call this the R Truth Championship. I agree. Then we had Sasha Banks versus Shayna Baszler. Um, prepare yourselves for this one. Shayna Baszler loses. Or Shayna Baszler loses this match. Well, actually, no. I think they officially called it a no contest. And it's because Asuka comes out from the back, attacks Bailey at ringside. The ref immediately calls for the bell. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's not how shit works. That's not how it goes. If I had to label it, I'd call it a middle finger to the wrestling fans because that's crazy. Why Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you uh, – are Sasha and Bailey and Asuka and Shayna Baszler now, are they ever going to be able to have a match? They had the match where Bailey counted the pin. That was the greatest, by the way. Yeah, so she puts on a shirt. Now, now she's a referee, so she counts the pin. <laughs> That's not how shit works. <laughs> then we've got the one where Bailey attacks Kari Sane, and Asuka leaves to help her and gets counted out and loses the title. And I know what you're about to say. You're about to say Stephanie said that if you lose, you, you lose uh, by any means you've lost the match. But she was saying that to Sasha, not saying that was a stipulation of everything. Unless I missed something because I didn't really care, which is possible. And then you've got uh, Oscar attacks Bailey on the outside and the ref calls it a no contest. Because you know that rule where if you attack your opponent, if you attack someone's reading side companion, it's an automatic um, no contest. That rule. It's a good rule to have. That's sarcasm. There's no, <laughs> that's not how shit works. That's not that's not the way it goes. If it if it was, then Oscar would still be the champion because Oscar was distracted because Bailey was attacking her partner out there and also like flipped a hundred dollar bill to a camera crew to hang out and watch it and flipped a hundred dollars to the guy who runs the Titantron to get it put on the Titantron because yeah uh, they did that for reasons. Um, but I don't think they're ever going to let that. I mean, they're never going to let them have a legitimate match. I mean, why do I care? Do you care? You know, you know my I mean, answer. You, you didn't really care before. <laughs> you didn't really care before. So I, I care. will say, I, I care more now than I used to, simply because they actually know how to work. Right. But do something with them. Yeah. Do, do something. Do, work them. Stop doing. They can actually work. Shit. Actually work them. Yeah. Stop doing this stupid shit. Let them go. Crazy. And then we got Angel Garza defeating Angelo Dawkins because. Uh, Montez Ford collapsed at ringside and it distracted Dawkins. I was like, collapsed at ringside? Okay, I get it. Let's let's do that. Problem is, we went to a commercial and then we came back and Montez Ford is in the ring. I'm like, why is he in the ring? Why is he fighting? He was just collapsed out of ringside and then uh, we're told that the WWE training staff has cleared him to compete. Evidently, the WWE training staff is just as good as the WWE writers in that they don't know how to do their fucking jobs because I don't know about you, but I think if a dude collapsed, I mean, I'm not a medical professional in any way, but if a dude collapsed at ringside and his match was next, maybe we go on. Maybe we don't get him in the ring. And maybe you have him see a doctor, wait till yeah, yeah, yeah. see a doctor Monday, see what the doctor says. Yeah, let's see why you had that little episode, man. Let's, let's get you checked out first. And then he lost because he got in the ring, and then he went to do the ultimate warrior shake, and uh, then he fell over and passed out, which was... That was kind of tasteless. Surprising. Um, 
for no one. So, yeah. And let's see. We're just flipping through this really quickly. Um, then we go to Dominic and Rey Mysterio. They had some really good stuff with this. I really like Joe's intensity. See, I didn't get to see any of it. Really? None of it. Yeah. But basically, um, Seth Rollins comes out, and he's dressing down one of the announcers. I don't even remember the guy's name. That's how little of a fuck I give about this dude. But he's talk, talking about him like he's going to beat him up. I guess he's going to take him over to the stair and remove an eye. I guess, you know, because that's, that's, that's their what thing now. And then Joe got up and went, no, 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 no. And he t- takes and it, it's just intense, and it's real, and it's good, and I'm liking it. And then they're they're building up to the point where Seth Rollins is like, well, let's go, and he gets in the ring, and Joe's like, all right, let's go, and he's going to get in the ring. And I'm like, yes, 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 that's yes. That's where I saw that. And then commercial. And I'm like, oh, man. So I'm not mad at that. That's cool. That built it up. I'm ready to go. That's awesome. And then we come back from commercial, and Dominic hits the ring and starts kicking, kicking everybody's ass, and Joe goes and sits down, and I'm like, okay. Because Dominic, Dominic's doing well. I mean, he's did the 619 really well. When he he dove off on a Rollins and Murphy on the outside, and instead of diving, just falling off the top like most people do, he jumps up in the air like his dad does and uh, comes right down to the ground. It looked really nice. I was really impressed with it. I'd really like to stop with the kendo stick action. It's fucking dumb. Let's stop doing it. It's under the ring. Every like match, yeah. 14 other kendo sticks. Like the guys or the ring crew are using them as a way to battle it out to see who gets to tighten the last turnbuckle. <laughs> There's no reason for a kendo stick to be under a ring. And not 12 of them. Or anywhere in any building. Yeah. For that matter. <laughs> not happening. I mean, it's like everybody brought their kendo stick. It's like, we're just going to store them. <laughs> quit doing it. Yes, it is a good way to hit someone and not do a lot of damage other than like. I mean, unless you have a skull to carry around, what do you need a kendo stick for? That's true. Yeah. Or or some Japanese armor that you're going to be wearing to to, to practice the, the sword craft on. But yep. Uh, so that was that one. Yeah. Did you get to see that one? Uh, no. You didn't get to see the, no. the part of that one. No. Nope. I I uh, like I said I was I was with my boy at that time. I I ended up coming back right right when uh, the atrocity of the underground thing started. That's when I. That's what I got lucky to come back for. Yeah, it's uh, Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. Um, <laughs> what can I? I immediately. I tweeted, love your tweet. <laughs> I immediately tweeted. The uh, first rule about Raw Underground is let's let's not do Raw Underground. And I thought it was funny, but there was a person who tweeted after that that got me beat. He said, first rule about Raw Underground: we don't talk about Raw Underground, so let's never mention it again." And that's, that yes, is, that is that's, better. That's You're great. right. I mean, because like on some level, it's it's good because it's a it's a uh, a faux sporting event that you're attacking an opponent, and your attacks are not designed to do permanent damage, and the outcome is scripted, and you're just trying to tell a good story with the match. Sounds familiar. I think somebody could make that work. I think that could be. I think that's something we could go with. Maybe. Maybe. We just keep keep going down that road. I think it's something. And what they're doing almost. Okay, say if it wasn't scripted. If it wasn't scripted, then it would actually be an actual competition. Yeah. And they could just go with that. Well, well, somebody's had that idea before. Yeah, I was watching something similar Saturday. Dana White did it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. And I think he did a pretty good job of it. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's pretty good. But basically, Raw Underground was there was a bunch of people that were actually – quote-unquote, shoot fighting in the ring. 
and Shane McMahon just decided he was just going to – the referee would come in and just break him up for no reason. I mean, the first guy was like some weak-ass belly slaps, and the, the referee was like, hey, call him off. He wins. It's over. <laughs> and then uh, another – a couple people fought for whatever reason, and then they cut Shane walking around with the camera, and they got to the dancing girls. <laughs> They were either in cages or they were really high on their COVID defense um, because it seemed like they were behind glass or something, but they were dancing girls. And the whole thing is lit like a club. And I'm just like, please. A strip club. <laughs> just please stop. Don't, let's not do this one. Let's come on. I mean, the good news is that, um, hold, on, hold on. I got something in my notes here. Hold on a second. Uh, the Hurt Business takes overall underground. The Hurt Business comes in, they see the, all this stuff. They're all dressed like Miami Vice people. Uh, I don't even want to say something about that. That's, that's probably uh, Orlando fashion. I don't know. I've only been there once. But they just decide they're going to kick ass. And with the people who are involved in this, that is great because they really could kick ass on the normal person that's in the ring. And uh, they kicked a bunch of ass, and they like they seemingly took it over. Uh, the Hurt Business takes over Raw Underground. Here's from my notes. Here, the Hurt Business could be the new Hulk Hogan. They could be the hero that we need and the hero that we deserve by shutting down this piece of shit concept and making it a memory in a looking back at Raw over the years segment. Or on YouTube, like when how we watched the Shockmaster. And we just laugh about that. It's like that's the horrible thing that they tried. And only They only did it once, and they just said fuck it to the whole thing and didn't do it anymore. Act like it never existed. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's just when they say it, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't talk about the Shockmaster. Talk about this. Uh, and then I put if they run it as they will, I believe they then will. it'll be the dumbest thing since well, I don't even know because I couldn't even think of anything. I couldn't even think of anything that's this dumb. I had brawl for all. Well, brawl for all was dumb in that it was a bad idea to have these guys risk their careers and some of their lives doing this for nothing. Well, they, they also tried to predict an outcome they thought was going to happen. When yeah. They and were when wrong. It, and when it <laughs> they were wrong. When, it, when, when Bart Gunn went, nah, I don't think so. Right. Then it was fucked. Plus, these guys, I mean, like Dan Severn. I love Dan. Dan's awesome. I love Good guy. fucking Dan. Uh, I hold a, I hold a uh, combat sport victory against Dan the Beast Severn. Too bad the ring couldn't hold you, too. Uh, we went through the ring. Uh, I pinned him for one, two, three. Was awesome. It was the highlight of my life. It was great. Um, he did crawl out of the wreckage and choke me, choke me out. But I did hold a victory, and I, I'm happy. He's a great dude. I love that dude. He's awesome. Nice um, and he had the best thing. He was like, I can take any of these guys. I, I'm a, I'm a real art. I'm a real fighter. I can take any of these guys. It's not worth my time. I'm out. And he just left. I was like, forget it. I'm not doing it. So yeah, brawl for all. I bet everybody looked back on that. I saw so many tweets that were like brawl for all, really? brawl, brawl for all. I bet everybody who isn't really happy with what's going on didn't oh, do it. So I also saw so many people that were saying, oh, this is so great. Really? How, what are you watching, dude? Were that kids? It looked like there were kids tweeting? I don't I don't. I think even it would have know. to be. I don't even know. Um, like my one of my favorite things was there was a fill-in-the-blank tweet from WWE, and it said uh, – Brawl for all, what match do you want to see? And it's blank versus blank. And I tweeted, uh, the writers of this shit versus the unemployment line. 
And there are so many people that like that, and then there are so many other answers that were just like that. They're just like, this is fucking horrible. I don't do this. But then you get the people that are like, this is a new and interesting concept. I'm like, it's not a new and interesting concept. It's a it's a plea to get us to think differently. And when all they really have to do, when I'm saying it, people who say you bitch about the WWE and then you try to do something new and you bitch about that, you're right to an extent. I'm not bitching about WWE in that they're not trying anything. I'm bitching about WWE in that they're not wrestling. They're trying everything but wrestling. They're, they're now right. doing the thing where these guys are, are, you would call them protesters, I would call them terrorists, <coughs> because they didn't establish that they were protesting anything. They just came in and, and just... Started tearing shit up. Smackdown, they started tearing stuff up. Yep. They took a chainsaw to the ring ropes. Evidently, they need a, bra, they need a uh, uh, raw underground, and there'll be a Smackdown underground <laughs> as well, so they took the, the chainsaw to the ropes. And every one of them, there's 10 of them out there, and they're all five foot two. you can tell. If you put them in the ring, you know how tall someone is. You know where their body hits against the ropes. And right. each one of these guys is like 5'2". And you're telling me that all the wrestlers in the back can come out and go, you know what, no, we're not going to let you do this. We're going to beat the crap out of you. didn't happen. But, yeah. But then, as I, what I was addressing, is people that are saying, yeah, you're not, you're not going to be happy because they try to do something new and you shit all over it. It's like, well, they didn't try to do, they didn't try to do something. The, the, I'm not caring that they did something new. I care that they wrestle, that, that it's, a, it's a sporting contest because that's what it's supposed to be. That's what I care about. And they're not doing that. Well, they made a sporting contest, but they made it stupid. They could just do that in their wrestling and not have to do this new underground thing with no ropes and a referee who I guarantee is not qualified to be re- to refing a shoot fight. Right. Uh, and they're not shoot fighting. I know it. Everybody should know it. If you don't know it, you're an idiot. And if they did shoot fight, it'd be it would be the stupidest thing from for brawl for bar, bleh, brawl for all. So, eh, whatever. It's just not necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was an unnecessary thing. I mean, you guys started this all off with Shane McMahon's coming back. That was a draw. That's all you needed. If he just came back and he said, "I'm endorsing one of these guys," or "I, I want this to happen," or "I want that to happen." We would have watched just to see Shane McMahon. If you'd have said The Rock is going to be on the show, you know you get an uptick in viewers. You get it. Well, if you recall, we started watching Raw, and we were talking about not wanting to watch anymore, but we were going to stay tuned to see what was up with Shane before we knew what was actually going to happen. Yeah. We, we were going to see if he was going to be there. Yeah. See what he was going to do. And then we saw what he did. Yeah. yeah I don't, if you you have anything else to say about this stuff? I'm, about that? No, I do not. I, don't, I, I think there was some other stuff that happened. The parking lot thing where evidently... Oh, there is one thing that I want to say about these protesters or this militant group or whatever is supposed to go in there. I I can I want to give the WWE uh, some helpful advice. I think all that you have to do to make sure that you know what is going on with this group at all times. You want to go outside. You want to get some equipment that looks like it's electrical and leave it out in the parking lot for whatever fucking reason, Right. And then you want to run some wires from it inside the building, right? This Wiley Coyote type shit is what I'm going for here. That's a target for these people to hit. But keep Ron Killings or whoever's holding the 24-7 title close by. When this happens and these people come to attack this, march the person with the 24-7 title by. One of these guys will not be able to resist going for that 24-7 title. They're going to get it roll up, 
pin, one, two, three. They're the 24-7 champion. And now, everywhere they go, they're going to be surrounded by a camera crew and a referee. <laughs> You'll always know where they are. You never have to worry about it whatsoever. Just make sure they get the 24-7 championship. Plus, you start a bunch of infighting because all 10 of these individuals, or how many there were, all of the five foot two individuals will take turns turning over the 24-7 champion to himself. Throw Ron Killings in there every now and then because we want to keep it good. So <laughs> throw, throw uh, Ron in there, let him do his thing, and, and that's good. Uh, but that is how you take care of these people. You'll always have a tag on. It's like grabbing. It's like the old guys that used to go radio collar the the doe's ears. So they don't even know where he is. He's never gonna get away. That's that's my advice. Take it take it as you will. My real advice. Good advice. Would be, my real advice would be like just don't have them. Let's not mention it happened again and say yeah that didn't just act work. like that didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't work. There's nothing we do because if you took all those masks off those five four people, I wouldn't care. They're just like there's no way those people are impressive. Yeah, and also with the way things are right now, do, do people really want to see social unrest and shit? I mean, they really don't. Right? Why you try to live? Up, and you're we'll also feed off that. You're also demeaning what what it actually. What's really is, going on? Yeah, which is horrible. But we said no political. Well, that wouldn't be political. I was just they're being political in a way they shouldn't they're, be, and that's just stupid. That is true. I'm done. I mean, I've got. I mean, we had we had AEW. We had. NXT, we had SmackDown. The only thing I want to mention from SmackDown is the whole those those guys came and got in the ring and cut up the ropes and all that good shit. Um, why didn't I decide to start a podcast now? Why didn't I decide to do it when it was actually good and we could because we actually enjoyed it. We wasn't bitching, yeah. <laughs> we were just fucking whining and complaining all the time. And and I am aware that most of the things that are coming out of my mouth are negative. But if you listen to the show, you know there are some positive things in there. But it's negative because you're wanting something positive to come from it. It's yeah, not yeah, negative because yeah. you just want to sit back and bitch. And people aren't seeing it. I mean, but I got something positive. Okay. We got we got SummerSlam coming up. Okay. When's the last time you heard me talk about a match I was excited about? I don't remember. Probably, probably Hogan Rock. Oh, yeah? That was a good one. It was. But I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite punter in mine. Yeah. Who's he? Uh, Adam Cole? Adam Cole, baby. That little guy. That little guy, yep. When Pat McAfee calls you a little guy, you must be a little guy. Yeah. Because Pat's short. But I'm excited about this. Are you at all intrigued about this? I love the story. I love the I love the way that they pulled it off. I, I love that even though, like, even if we do the will they, or not will they, won't they, was it a work? Was it a shoot? Doesn't matter. Right. It's good wrestling. It don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. If it, if it started off as a work and then they got behind the scenes, let's, let's make this something. Whoever did that's a genius, Triple H. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I think happened. Yeah, yes. And, and, and if it wasn't, if it was a work, you guys planned it to a T and you did it well, and that was fucking genius, Triple H. Uh, <laughs> so that that was beautiful. And then and then the, the match where they had that guy, I can hear you. I'm 20 feet from you. I Wasn't that you. great? Yeah, and Beth Phoenix walking out was just cherry on the top. Like yeah, and, Beth and, Phoenix walking out. And he was so quiet, even though it was loud enough for TV, I can hear everything you're saying, Pat. 
loved it. Absolutely loved it. It it seemed real. Yeah. It, that was the realest shit I've seen on wrestling in a long time. Yeah, and it was. It, it got was, me excited. It was compelling. It was, it. and and even the, the the segment where they're all holding down, Pat runs and punts his ass. Yeah, great. And <laughs> yeah. Pat ain't. He's not a wrestler, so a built-in finisher, I like how though. they they all. But the, yeah, he's a built-in finisher, but they kind of crowded around him so nobody could see. Exactly, you know, the connection, everything looked beautiful. It was great. great. And and Cole crawling over the table just to expose (laughs) just that much. Right? Perfect. And then SportsCenter, Pat McAfee's on SportsCenter the next day. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, he's on SportsCenter accepting their challenge, putting his big-ass leg up, smacking his thigh, talking about to see what's going to happen to Adam Cole's head. Oh, it was fun. Smacking his thigh. Had me excited. So they taught him to smack the thigh thing. I think he was just showing his thigh. Okay, well, I'm well, sure they well, will teach him to smack the thigh. Thing. Or he just kick him. <laughs> that's true. Just fucking kick him. He's a putter. That's right. And Adam Cole could take it. But anyway, that, that's, that, that was my take on my excitement for SummerSlam. Yeah, that's good. I really, I really. So that's going to be a Summer SummerSlam match. Yeah. It is. Wow. Well, but no, no, still, no. No, it's the takeover before SummerSlam, the night before. But still, man, that's not that's not much buildup. You can have much more buildup than that. We're Imagine there'll be something this, a couple weeks. this week on NXT. And something on... Uh, the and, and probably on, yeah, on, on the SmackDown too. It was on SmackDown last week. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so yeah, but that's only that that and Drew McIntyre versus um, Randy Orton. That'd be good. That, makes of course, that's me good. feel makes me feel like if if I were to buy SummerSlam, nobody buys a pay per view right. anymore because it's it, you just you're on the uh, network and you watch it because you paid for it anyway. But it wouldn't seem like such a waste. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. Look, if it were sixty bucks, like it used to be, I probably would have been like, "Not this one." Right. Um, I probably would have been actually. Like, this one we might have though. This one we yeah. might have. But the, this one, um, I'm I'm into seeing Randy Orton versus uh, Drew McIntyre. I think it's going to be good. I think Drew McIntyre is somebody you can hang a belt on and keep it for a while. Um, but Randy Orton, of course. I mean, yeah, of course, absolutely. Put a belt on him and keep it for a while. It's and I'm also, I'm, I'm liking that, uh, I don't really like him, but I'm liking him in the ring, that the bro dude. I'm, I'm liking oh, his yeah. work, too. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they do something with him, something good, I'm, instead of that character, because I, I don't like the character, but he can work. Well, I, think, I, don't think, I think the point of it is, you know how when they told you your best character is just you turned up to 11? Yeah. I think that's just That's him. just who he is. Yeah, I that's, think that's, that's possible. Him. And that's cool. It uh, is, because he can work. Because I've heard some, I heard a shoot interview where he was talking about the person who um, accused him of some misconduct yeah and it was just that it just seemed like that dude but more coherent right like being being serious and, and stuff like that now he didn't do a lot of the <laughs> right but it still sounded like he that voice and that hit that coming out of that head so that's if that's it's little, genuine awesome that's what you're looking surfer for. guy yeah yep um yeah that's fun though yeah it's pretty good who's he who's his feud? corbin aaron corbin yeah well, that, sh- that shit's on that, doesn't it? Oh yeah, that ain't gonna be. Oh, that ain't gonna be good. But he he's good. He's maybe, fun to maybe, watch. Maybe we can. Get That's past why I said I hope they do something with him, even though they are. I don't count this as something with him. Yeah. <laughs> it's Corbin. Maybe we can get past it. I, I <laughs> right. think next week they'll probably have a tag match: Corbin and Shorty G versus yeah. Riddle. And I'm blanking on who the the guy was that was helping. Sheamus. Could have been Sheamus. No, not Sheamus. Um, last he was last week. He was he helped him last week. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it next week because <laughs> I don't remember. The the whole fact that we're not Yeah, saying, you're probably right, though, Sheila. The whole fact that we're not saying Humberto Carrillo, that makes me happy. <laughs> but, yeah, I wonder who that was. I'm sure, if, I'm sure I watched it at some point. And yeah, we did. That's the first time me and you ever spoke about this guy. 
And the, the really bad thing about this is, is everybody's going to think, you guys just don't have a fucking memory. And it's like, you, you just don't know how much I don't care about half of the <laughs> right. shit that they're doing. Because they're, they're, it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't fucking work out right. I, I don't care about the people who are involved. Um, uh, they, they can't make me care about the people who are involved. And if you're saying that's more on you than it is anything else, really? Because there was a, they have a whole history of 37 years of making me care about the people that are involved. <laughs> And they're not doing it with these guys. Is it me? I don't fucking think so. Nope. It, it's not. It's, uh, I don't know. We talked about this last week. I, I don't know if, I don't even know if there is an answer. I, I don't know. I, um, I hope so. I hope so. Because if not, uh, wrestling won't be here in 20 years. We could do, we could do like that. So, yeah, we could do a UFC Cup podcast. We, yeah. can, we can just do sports. That'd be fun too. Basketball, baseball. Football. I got the whole, I got the perfect format for that one yeah. in my head. There you go. <laughs> I watch Pat McAfee every day. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be good. Uh, who knows? We'll keep it going somehow. I, I want to do wrestling. I really do. I, I want um, them to keep it alive for us. You know what? Let's not talk about the rest of the week. Yeah, let's not. I mean, so, there's not much to talk about. I mean, AEW had A&W. Awesome. Talking I would like to say the SmackDown thing, it's another thing about me bitching, but they just put Bray Wyatt's fingers down Alexa Bliss's throat. That's true. Okay, quit feeding this shit to kids. I mean, really. Yeah. It's, not, it's not necessary, for one. That told nothing. It had nothing to do with the story. It's it, unnecessary. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. When the, fil- when the bread filter comes on, I'm just done. And when that music... <laughs> just stop, man. Okay, the fiend, whatever. Just fucking stop. Braun's out of the swamp, though. I did not see that. I thought Braun came out of the swamp. Uh, he was uh, on the. He was on the. Big he's screen. on the Titan Titan Tron. He's, oh, he, awesome! He slipped yeah, the Titan Tron guy hundred bucks uh, to take that time. He, oh, okay. he told he told Bray that he doesn't care what Bray does to Alexa. Oh, he only cares about messing with the fiend and Wyatt. So it messed with his head. Then. Like he's That's two different. Like the fiend and Wyatt are two different actual people. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I did. You know what? I'm not even upset about the story. <laughs> it's it's well, how irrelevant. <laughs> and, and and I feel like they. I mean, I also disagree with them using Alexa in the way that they're using her. But they did kind of explain it if Bray is using him to bait. Because he, yeah. 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 I, I, I kind of I see it like tasteless. that, but I, I don't, don't think that it's necessary. Well, it also teases an Alexa Bliss turn to Bray Wyatt's side. Yeah, because she did, like, brush the mask. <laughs> yeah, he reached up and grabbed the mask or whatever. Beauty and the Beast. I dig it. Let's go for some classics. Sure. Let's see where they go with it. Let's do some Shakespeare. Let's do anything, guys. Romeo <laughs> and Juliet. Let's do anything, guys. Anything at all that isn't... Trying to make up new fighting shit, and that will lead everything. to wrestling. Maybe <laughs> that's that we hope it will. It'll lead me it'll. to wrestling. It'll lead me on a pilgrimage to find wrestling. Yeah. So the only thing I want to say about um, AEW was the twelve man tag. Uh, I hope uh, the one member of FDR. I always get them. I always get them mixed up. I call them like Dash Dash Wilder and Cash Wheeler. I think is what yeah. they are. But I always get them mixed up somehow. Dash Wheeler, that I, yeah, I get them. It's not that they're not good. <laughs> the two names it's just that right. We we just use FDR. Or use the revival. You don't really use their real names all all that often. I hope the the one guy 
his knee's okay because they took him out because of the knee, and it looked pretty bad. But hope it works out for him. Yeah, that's never good. And if they worked it, they put it over on me. Good job. Uh, that's messed up that you have to wonder that. I doubt it, though. Really? You doubt that? I, I don't think it? so. I don't okay. think they did. This coming from the guy that asked hacks off his kidney cancer was work. Yeah, but this is also also coming from a guy who learned his lesson. Okay, <laughs> he ate his soup. There you go. Awesome. Um, so I don't really want to talk about AEW, um, except for the 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 van. You guys sacrificed a van. Minivan. Just shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> stop it. Stop with Grand Theft Auto. Stop saying, oh, they, they promised the mom that he, the van will be safe. I'm like, that's just the <laughs> fucking dumbest. Just shut up. We know what's happening to that van. We promised it'll be safe. Let me park it right here on this loading dock. <laughs> you morons. Just stop. But isn't that them calling us morons for thinking it, it, we're going to fall it for it? But it's like, a, it's like the title of last week's episode. Uh Last week's episode I entitled The Suspension of the Suspension of Belief. And that's what what I mean by that is the suspension of disbelief has always been there. That's right. it's the I choose not to call you out on what's going on there because I'm entertained. The suspension of belief would be like I'm not believing that you're doing that ever. So the suspension of suspension of belief to me is them saying, You have no choice but to believe this. But I, but I do. Right. I do have a choice not to believe that. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to flip the switch, the the script on me, and that's what AEW is all about. They're all about you have to believe this. You know wrestling is a work. You have to believe this. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have to believe this at all. Um, and you're not doing a very good job. You're just not. Sorry. Some of you are. Some of you are getting your stuff over, and it's working pretty well, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, believe it or not, Cody. When I watch his matches, I can't find anything wrong. He's entertaining. Yeah. Very entertaining. Uh, the Bucks can kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, I don't know if it, they have this shitty web show, right? It's called BTE. And I didn't used to think it was shitty. I used to like to tune into it to watch them having fun, right? But uh, one of the Bucks does this new thing. It's 50-plus seconds for 50-plus. And it's him, like, doing Bob Ross. The last week was him doing a Bob Ross painting. It's like, because they're, they, they're, Pissed off, thing. right? If what they're saying is they don't care, but if you don't care, why are you there? Why are you there? <laughs> why are you doing it? What's going on? Uh, so this week, he it starts out with him in black and white footage, right? And he's getting he's getting armbarred by the other buck, buck one and buck two. I bet it burns their ass that buck one is Matt Jackson, buck two is Nick Jackson. Because <laughs> anybody you say buck one and buck two on knows what you're talking about. So he's getting an arm, arm bar, and he's like, oh, God, this guy's really got me. And, he, and he's basically mouthing us that we're liking the fact that he's in an arm bar. And he's mouthing the 50-plus generation, right, which I'm not in. Right. But he's mouthing. He's like, oh, oh, and then he gets an arm bar. He's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I can't get out of this. And then he, paraphrasing, that's probably not exactly what he did. But then the next thing is he's got him in a chin lock. He's like, oh, I'm in a chin lock. Oh, my God, here we go. What do we got to do? Oh, I got to get out. This crazy. It's a hold. I can't. Because he's mouthing that we want holds. We want real wrestling. Uh, my favorite part of it is, well, my favorite part of it is how fucking ridiculous it is. But 
Uh, then he gets, he's like, okay, I'm going to get kicked in the leg. And he gets kicked in the leg. He's like, oh, don't forget to sell the leg. And he goes, oh, <laughs> and he sells the leg. And I'm like, you, you, f- you fucking moron. Yeah, you don't understand that the thing that you're doing is parody to get over is the reason that your matches suck. It's the reason that the people are saying that about you. It's because when you get in and you learn wrestling, you learn to sell because you're trying to put over. If you're saying if somebody punched me in the face, I don't have to sell the punch in the face. You do if you want it to look right. You do if you want people to believe that you're in a sporting event. You do if you want people to believe it's not just Cirque du Soleil and you're jumping around, bouncing around, and having fun. You do if they don't want to think you're glorified backyarders. You do. You do if you're doing your job. Yeah. Because if you're not, then you are exactly all of the things that you're saying that you don't have to be. And don't want to be. Yep. Because you are. You're, if you're not selling getting kicked in the leg, you take me out of it because you got kicked in the leg and then you use that leg to hold on to a dude or jump over a dude or whatever. It's like if you, got, if you really got hurt that way, you couldn't. And if you were to say, well, it doesn't make any sense that you need, need that for it to make sense. Come here, motherfucker. Let me kick you in the leg. (laughs) Let me kick you in the leg as hard as I can, which is the point of this match. The point of the fight is let me kick you in the leg as hard as I can. You might be able to take one. That's cool. Are you going to limp? Guarantee it. Guarantee it. If I punch you in the face, are you going to look at me and punch me back? Not me. You won't. Maybe somebody. (laughs) You won't fucking do that with me. 6'8", 340, bro. Know how to throw a punch. You're going down, bro. That's the way it is. So, fuck it. I don't care. If you think that you're doing this and you're goofing on the 50-plus generation and, and that's what it is, and I'm not part of that 50-plus generation. You still got me in the, the, the 18 to 49. I'm sad that I'm giving you your ad revenue because I'm watching this to do this podcast because of you guys. When the Bucks matches come on, I'm uninterested because they, it just looks like bullshit, crazy, and dangerous, and... And a bunch of moves thrown together. Go sell the leg. And then the he, he goes off and he's got a bunch of, he goes, look, they're all out there waiting for me to catch me. I got to dive. Oh, must resist the dive. Must re- Good boy. Good boy. Stop fucking having to dive every 20 seconds. It's supposed to mean something. It's supposed to be good. Good boy. I'm proud of you. Yeah, very good, except for the, the, the mocking of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the, the mock comes He's mocking what he should be doing. And they do it 50 seconds for 50 plus. Well, it's not all 50 plus. I guarantee I could find somebody at the 18 portion of your, your range that says no. You're working to a fan base that you'll always have. Good on you. It's 750,000 people, and it's never going to change. You need to work for a fan base that's beyond the 750,000 people. You need to work for the wrestling fans that you've pushed out of the way with your stupid shit. If you don't want to do that, get the fuck out of the way for the people who can and will and do. Very well put. Done with the soapbox. Very well put. That's it. I have a request. What's that request? Last week we told a story about how you lost your neck. <laughs> I, I I request that you tell that story in the detail in which it needs to be told. Okay. Um, let me start by saying I was very green at the time. Okay. I, I was, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how long I'd been working. Let me hold you off a second. See, that's humility. Um, I watched this match. He doesn't need to be humble in any way. 
guy that I was wrestling, he, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call him Joe. We're not gonna call him Joe. No, because I like when, for personal stories. When I want to tell my Joe stories, I want to say Joe's name. Okay. Um, <laughs> gotcha. James. James was his name. Yeah. Um, he did a, some kind of clown gimmick. Yep. And we had a regular match. It wasn't nothing special. He calls a uh, leapfrog. So uh, I'm not really sure what to let, let into him. Duck this, whatever. Jump this, whatever. I duck down. He uh, does what he considered a jump. Well, his crotch went right into the top of my head, mm-hmm. um, which just rammed everything down into my shoulders. And I lost all feeling, dropped in the middle of the ring. Um, I was scared for a few seconds. I was scared because I couldn't move. But I don't know. It seemed like maybe 10, 10 seconds or so. When it came back, the ref was over checking on me. And at first, I'm like, I can't fucking move. And during that, I got my feeling back and I told the ref, I'm like, I'm good. I said, Tell him I'm good. Just be careful. So he comes back over and he calls the same thing. And I'm like, I said, No. He said, I promise. I got you. He'd been wrestling a lot longer than I had. Yeah, a lot longer than me. Um, so called it again. Same exact thing happened. Same exact result. Yeah. At this point, um, ref came over and he's like, "We had to stop this." Feeling came back. I'm like, "Nope, tell him to get over here." So he came over and he went to call something, and I just said, "Fuck you!" And I picked him up and I jackhammered him and pinned him. Yeah. That was the end of the match. That was nowhere near the end of this neck. See, well, this is the new. Yeah, this next new. Yeah. This next good. Yeah. Uh, but you see, I've watched that match, and we actually had a recording of that match. We walked, watched back a, a few times. And um, when when you say you were green, that that's cool, because we all kind of were uh, when this was happening. Even I imagine the person we're talking about, just a little bit green. I, I don't think anybody broke past that, that realm right. uh, where we were right. and what we were doing. And that's that's acceptable to an extent, but not, not the injuring each other. Right. And then still having to get it, still call it, getting up and calling the same thing when it didn't work. And you're thinking yeah. it's going to be different. But I would say that the humility that you were showing at the beginning was you were green and, the, and this was uh, somehow your fault. I, I don't think it was because I saw the leapfrog attempt and it looked more like a jumping jack. <laughs> he didn't, go up in the air as much as he just left his legs out to the side. His pelvis did not did not elevate at all. And the first one to hit, I was like, oh, that was bad. Because I didn't know that right. you just went head first into him and ran him in. It's kind of hard to see from, from the curtain where we were. Uh, I didn't know that you, you were down and out. I thought you were down and pissed and he was, you were, he was about to get a receipt. Uh, I don't know how you would do that. Call leapfrog and jump up and don't jump up and hit him in your head with your crotch. That would be the receipt there. That'd be a hard one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, But then when I saw the exact same thing happen again and he gave the same level of effort that went into the the other one, I was like, is he fucking him up on purpose? What is going on here? And then you came back and holding your neck and everything and uh, the match was over. And to your credit, you didn't grab him and beat the shit out of him. We just, I think we just left because it was yeah. close to the end of the night. Yeah, it was, that was the end of the night. And we just left and watched it back. And He was gone. I didn't even see him that night. It was probably a good idea. If you, if you recall, he he was best friends with one of your favorite people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. I didn't know if you remembered that. I remember him, yeah. I remember him greatly. 
And I also remember you trying to say, hey, this guy isn't that bad. You need to get to I, I said he got better is what he I got said. Better. Okay. <laughs> and you said, I still don't care. I don't, I don't like that guy. Usually, you said he still sucks. <laughs> if, you get, if you get on the Grizz list, you don't, you don't usually get off the Grizz list. He keeps I you on there for I hard. agree. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody get off of it, to be honest. No. It, once I have that opinion of you, I, I keep that opinion of you. Uh, you you can do things. It can happen. Right. It just doesn't normally. Um, but yeah, that was but yeah. That's my story. That was a that was a good night. Um, it reminds me, like, how much of that do you think is he could not complete any of the next portion of the match without have done that without doing that spot? That's exactly what that was. He didn't even know where to go. He didn't know yeah, because that spot didn't. We get talked over. about that. How people their spots. Once you lose one spot, you lose all track of everything you're doing. That's exactly what that what happened. It's amazing, right? I Same thing I, we saw Goldberg do with Undertaker. Um, he, he went to pick him up. Couldn't do couldn't it. Couldn't do it. He didn't care. He kept trying. It, it looks for one. It looks stupid. And then he about broke his neck. And then he about broke his neck. Yeah. For one, James looks stupid. And he about broke my neck. Yeah. Well, he well, did break my neck. It just took a couple years <laughs> for it to so, all fall apart. But yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the, 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 for, for us, I think it's summed up by um, the guys actually needing to get their stuff over more than they care about the person they're entering with. Absolutely. Like if, if you think of the, uh, the, the I don't want let's fuck it, let's call spades a spade. If you think about the ruined elbow, huh. like the, the one that split uh, gutter, yeah. like in a half moon shape from above <laughs> his eyebrow all the way down his cheek almost to his lip. Just he hit him with an elbow and it split the guy all the way down the inside of the supposedly his, his best friend. Yeah, and hit him and he's bleeding and he's trying to keep the fans from seeing his eye. His eye almost came out. Gross. Yeah, to keep the fans from seeing that, he like ducked over to the backside of the ring. We had a uh, we were in a modified uh, movie theater, so the ring was down at the bottom, like right where the screen was, and there was no one sitting behind one side of the ring. So he goes off on that side of the ring and he's got his head hanging off and he's just bleeding into his hand profusely because his face is opened up so bad. And the whole time this guy that hit him with fucked up and hit him with the elbow knows he hit him with the elbow has to know it has to know he's fucked up, goes, grabs him, pulls him up, sees that his eyes messed up and says, let me get my finisher off. Let me get my <laughs> finisher off. Are you serious? How about roll him over and pin him right there? And then when he comes up, he can show the crowd how he messed up. He is. I mean, give me a yeah. break. Because he cared more about his finisher and his credibility than he cared about the dude that he just opened up from fucking eyebrow to asshole. I guess. Yeah. Again, his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's not to say I didn't hurt anybody. I'm sure I've hurt people. I know I hurt people. I never injured anybody. I got one of my best friends I put into the hospital. He had to have brain surgery. Eh, I was there, and you didn't do that either. Yeah. I, I mean, it was a situation where it shouldn't have happened. But but it was him not knowing what his... Yeah, him saying, yeah, I'm good, do it, and I'd do and it, I did it. Not tucking his head, and he was work. told to tuck his head. Yeah, tuck your chin, to your chin to your chest, go for it. But it sucked, it was still unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, I know, there's plenty of times people said, damn, Rob, you hit hard, but, well, yeah, I mean, and I may, I know I did, but I don't, I never injured anybody. Do you know the amount of people that said that I was just no-selling motherfucker? Really? Because, because I won't sell if you don't hit me. Yeah, it makes if, sense. If you don't make contact with me, I'm not selling. And well, yeah, and you definitely shouldn't. You're three, like I said, yeah. three and forty like, pounds. And if I don't feel it, I'm not selling it. It's not happening because it looks stupid for both of us. Right. It would look better if I didn't sell it because the person who saw that you missed by five feet isn't going to go. He missed him by five yeah, feet, yeah. right? People so never said I missed him. Yeah, 
I wouldn't sell it. And when I and when I brought like a forearm to the back, I brought it because yeah. you and can't you're not take gonna it. Hurt them. I mean, come on. You, you can't take the forearm to the back. Right. Just quit. Just stop doing it. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's fun. This was fun. I think we I think we went long on this one. We're gonna have to cut a lot of stuff out. Then I get to most. Of, I mean, I'm not doing the WWE any injustice by cutting any of their shit out. Right. I, mean, I think they could have done. Gave them, some, you gave them your opinion while the show was on. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think some of them. I'm done, like, damn. They would have done some just, justice of cutting their shit. Oh, by the way, I, I live tweet during Raw, and uh, I try to do it on Wednesday night. Friday is just so draining to me, though, that every once in a while I'm like, I'm not doing it. So I won't live tweet then. If you if you want to see it, I've started using the monkey flip monkey underscore flip PC, which for podcast. I've started using that Twitter handle to do the live tweeting. If anybody's interested in and in checking that out on those days, it might give you something. If you're still watching Raw, it might give you something to do to listen to me mouth these guys or praise them. Um, I want to praise them. I do. I want. I want to say you've done great stuff. Uh, it's just not happening right now. And um, there is a certain amount of it that you can blame on COVID and no fans and things like that. The the stale matches, we can blame on that. The Maybe even the building up that I was talking about earlier. It's like, how do you build it up? You don't have much way, You don't have much of a way to do that. We can blame that on COVID, and I, I'd be fine with that. I, I'd say you have a very valid point. I will say out of all the major sports, wrestling is the one that is more reliant on fans. That's true. I would say that. That's true. Uh, we can take questions. Uh, if you have any questions that you want to get out there, you can email questions at monkey-flip.com, and uh, we'll get right on putting those on, maybe read them off on the air, answer any questions that, we, that you guys might be able to send in. Um, or maybe Hopefully the questions are, why do you guys suck so bad? Um, we'll probably not read that one on the air. Uh It'll hurt. We'll cry a little bit, but uh, we probably won't read it on the air. I mean, we'll cover that up, you know, kayfabe. So, yeah, send in your questions. Uh, if you have any comments you want to do, you can also send an uh, email to producer at monkey-flip.com. You can answer. Uh, you can email me at grizz at monkey-flip.com, G-R-I-Z-Z at monkey-flip.com. And uh, we'll, see what, we'll see if we can get you involved a little bit, see how things go. We're going to try to get some uh, guests uh, we're also going to try to get some positive stories, maybe some funny stuff. Well, let's let's try to find something good uh, to share. So it's not just a bitch fest every time you guys listen to this. So yeah, we, we did another one. I gotta edit this. Hopefully Have fun, I get guys. Done today uh, we're out. You guys, we'll see you next time. I guess I don't know when it's going to be. I hope it's going to be next week, but you never know. Uh, we're we're going to try to do this as quickly as possible and turn it around and. Uh, Hope to see you again. All right, take care, guys. We're all in this together. Good luck.